Condi's laws are something that people like to use as a way to get around their food code in their state or their city or their county. And today we're going to be talking about why you can't depend upon the Condi's laws because the Condi's laws are a very narrow scope of foods. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I noticed um, I might be switching gears ahead of you here, Bill, but I know that when we talked uh, before and, and what I see is a really just hit me a really common question that keeps popping up is um, and we were kind of hitting on it anyways, is the commercial kitchen or commissary. Mm-hmm. That it seems to be a big, big topic. I don't know if you're ready to switch gears or not, but I'll say it just hit me. So I thought yeah, about that. I know it. that's, a, you know, that's a big question. That's a big misconception sometimes or just a what does that mean what is what is the commissary or what what did the inspector mean by the requiring a commercial kitchen and it kind of goes in line with what we're just talking about how do how do you know a small food trailer small food truck you know with that one or two people in it like you're saying compared to the full brick and mortar where there might be 10 people or you know all the space we need and and um all sorts of ways to 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 ensure everything's done correctly you know we, we don't have that luxury on our food trucks and our food trailers so if you look at, you know, maybe if this helps clarify a little bit for folks on on what a commissary is. So the commissary is the common term. Just it also means commercial kitchen. They're interchangeable. If you have to look at what is required first at a brick and mortar, kind of like we said, truck, food trailers, food trucks came later. So it started with the, the rules for the restaurant, the rules and regulations. They had to somehow say, well, we we can't make a food truck look exactly like a restaurant. There's no way we don't have the space. So very once in a while is it's it's i would probably say maybe five percent is an estimated guess five to ten percent of our food trucks nationwide do not need a commissary because they are large enough and they kind of have everything they can prove to the health to the inspector and the permitting department that they pretty much are a rolling full restaurant they have the three compartment sink to wash their dishes in. they have an extra sink for mops they have enough hand washing sinks they have enough cold storage they're they're plugged in at all the times they're you know all the different ways um, you really got to show that you don't need that, that you are as a, a, a tiny restaurant on wheels. Other than that, the rest of us are falling into, we don't quite have enough space. Where are we dumping our gray water? Where are we taking our trash out at? So if, if you look at where the inspectors are coming from, where the food code and all of our rules are, is you can never do any of your commercial operations, anything that has to do with the kitchen or, or the restaurant or the food truck at home. No, no part of the operation can be performed at home. Um, and if you want to get a letter of the rule, that means taking out the trash. You're not even supposed to take your trash home <laughs> right? or dump your gray water out at your home, but certainly not wash dishes, store our food, uh, do our prep, any of our cooking, um, and then taken to the truck or trailer. They do not want that. So that's where they found. All right. So you can do that and an approved permitted kitchen. And so we call that, you know, the commissary is the easy way to say that it, it has. Uh, so it could be a, a an existing restaurant that has room where we can use part of their walk-in cooler. And when they're not open, we can come in and use their dishwashing machine or, the, you know, three compartments to wash our dishes. And 
all that kind of stuff, then, uh, you know, a lot of those inspectors are going to want us to show a contract that we have a contract with a, with that commissary slash commercial kitchen. And that, you know, they want to check every few months while if it's when they're inspecting that actual commissary or if they're just doing a, a routine walkthrough, they're going to look and make sure that we are actively using it, that we did. Because uh, what happens once in a while is people get the contract signed, get their permit and then uh, never see or hear from them again. We don't want to do, go down that route. But the, the full intention is that we are doing as much as we can on the truck. And then whatever falls, whatever there's not room for that, that falls off will be done at a permitted kitchen. There's another term that I see get thrown around once in a while that might have some misconception. That is the cottage laws. I've had people come and say, well, I said, well, which commentary are you going to use one? Because I get calls a lot of times where people are trying to, I don't just teach the service state, but when they're trying, what they ask on our, on our page is very common. Right. You know, how do I start? And so I'll consult with them. And that's why I say, well, uh, oh, you're, yeah, you're just a, you know, 10 foot long food truck. Where are you going to have, where you, what commissary are you going to use? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to use the cottage laws. I, I'm going to, I don't do it out of home. And so some people just um, think that cottage law, meaning, you know, cottage as in home means that uh, you're, you're just going to use your home. It, that, that rarely works. Uh, what the cottage laws are really intended for were if you're doing fairly low risk type stuff, like if you're making homemade jams and jellies and you want to sell them at the local farmer's market or the local shops and retail and stuff like that, or even sell it to some restaurants wholesale, um, and it's not really high risk. We're not making beef jerky. We're not making, you know, uh, fermenting stuff in our kitchen. Then they will they will come into our home and they're still permitting. That's what I want to be really clear on. They're still permitting your house as as a commercial operation. But if it's low risk, they're not going to quite, they, what, where cottage loss comes in is they're not quite, we don't have to make it look like a restaurant. They're not going to make us put in floor drains and, you know, put the new, put in all uh, stainless steel equipment. And, you know, they let us get a few little uh, loopholes in it that way, but it's still approved. It's still permitted. They still came in and said, okay, you have the space, you have the equipment, you have the, the, the measures in place to be able to do this. And so I don't want some folks to think that um, that they can just, you know, claim cottage laws and be able to prep at home and then take it to the to the food truck right. and call it a day. That's still very illegal. A lot of the states and just like the general health code, all the states mm -hmm. are different on the cottage laws. Right. <laughs> you know, for example, in Florida, there's no inspection. You can just start selling the food whenever you want. Okay. okay. But you, you have to um, the only regulation you have to meet is it has to be labeled very blatantly labeled that this this food item was not prepared in a commercial kitchen okay it's gotcha, not been, gotcha. you know it's not been inspected and gotcha. it really if you if you were to read the the label the way that it's written and you have to do it exactly the way that the state wants it yeah. no one would buy the food right because it implies right. this is not wholesome food right okay so, yeah so th th yeah thanks for clarifying that, that, that see i get caught in that sometimes too where where, you know, the states I work with, I'll, I'll have it one way, but then there's, there's the, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to our first point that we started off with is e even the experts aren't going to be great, know, know what to do in your city, your state, your county. Uh, you know, I, I kind of go the overall rules, but yeah, Florida is going to be a little more lax than, than a lot of states and say, but th then that's a good, that's a good uh, catch there. Well, yeah, you can do it, but you got to let everybody know it's made in your, in your yeah, kitchen, exactly. in your basement, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, right. There's so. There's other states too that you cannot sell, like you had mentioned, selling it wholesale. You can't do it wholesale mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. now you're giving it right. to someone else to be able to sell. And, and right. again, you know, the expectation is that this food has gone through some type of inspection somewhere. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, Florida won't let you resell. Florida won't even let you leave your food unattended. Oh wow. Yeah. You know, yep. So you can set up yep. on the side of the road, no problem. 
but you can't <laughs> like put it in a grocery store somewhere or, or hotel lobby, yeah. you know, and then yeah. let the lot, the hotel collect the money. You, you have to be there to, to answer any to. questions. That's exactly, yep. That's, 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 uh, that's common. Um, yeah, we have to be there to answer those questions. That, that makes perfect sense. And, and you got to look at why, you know, why, why it, it, where, where that also could come into play for, for the folks getting into the food trucks. Uh, a big thing is when our, when we get our food, it has to come from an approved source. Now that is all 50 states yep. say yes to that. That's that, that is a blanket rule for sure. Um, you know, we can't have our chickens in our backyard and laying the eggs and we can't go fishing this weekend and catch our own fish and bring them in. I mean, there's, there's no way around that. that we know that, but the term they like to use or that's common is approved source, yes. meaning it went. And so that's where, yeah, I, we, we could use cottage law in Florida and make our own sauces, barbecue sauce, but, then if an inspector comes in and it has that label on it that says, yeah, this was, you know, then they can take, make us throw it out or not, yep. you know, it, it, it's not an approved source is what yes. it all comes down to. So exactly. um, let's just be real, real diligent on that. We want that USDA graded meat. If we're getting it off, we're getting it from the store, getting it from any of our food purveyors, then, then we can be under the safe assumption. It is an approved source, of course, but um, you know, I've, I've had restaurants, even the food trucks where people have gone foraging for mushrooms and come mm -hmm. by or they, Hey, you want to buy it? You know, you know, this and that. And yeah, yeah you, you want to, but we can't, we can't, we know that. So. Yeah, exactly. Because it, you lose the, the chain of custody of the food. That's it. Yep. Yep. You're responsible. As soon as it enters your food truck, it is your yep. liability. If you receive it too warm and somebody gets sick, it's your fault. I mean, it comes back, it, it comes back to you, um, like, you know, as, as the operators, uh, as soon as, as soon as we take control of it is now our responsibility. I always say the, 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 the inspector's rules, whichever ones they use, I always say they kind of start from the time we receive our food until it ends up in the dumpster. Cause if you've yep. ever been through an inspection, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for your labels on your food, everything in between. And then they, they like to look at that dumpster to make sure that there's uh we close the doors and that it's nice and clean and no, no pests are hanging out in it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a good way of looking at an inspection. It is literally from, you know, the pump, the point that the food enters the establishment until it hits the trash. Tell the trash can, yep, and everything in between. Tomorrow, Joe and I will be talking about some of the things that we've seen over the years where a restaurant or a food truck has gotten in a little bit of trouble and then what they do to get around having gotten into trouble and try to save themselves a penny. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.